welcome to the very first episode of Allegedly, Allegedly Credible. Credible. My name is Danielle, also known as The Lady Faye. You can follow me at The Creative Lady Faye on Instagram. And just so you know, I'm an artist, I'm also a singer, and I'm a writer. And this is my co-host mel also known as mellow supremo because i'd be up in there and i am also what you could call an artist i'm very lax though like she's definitely more passionate than i am but you know i got a little creative juices flowing when i feel like it um i am also a mother of two and (sighs) You know, just trying to get my life together, you know? Just chilling out here. Yeah. You'll figure out more about me as we go along. Yes, as we go along, you definitely learn more about us. We've been friends for over Over, 10 years. It's been over 10 years, and it's kind of funny how we met. Um, I met... We... I had a friend. Her husband is my friend. We... I knew him first. And then... Okay, dang! Yeah, that's a whole story behind that. That's a whole story about her husband was saying my friend first. Just putting out there. Yeah, just putting out there. On the record. My friend friend. my friend first. And then And he's my friend second. Years (laughs) her dating my friend. We became friends. Eventually, because she didn't like me. I didn't. I'm not I'm not gonna say I didn't like her. I just didn't care know who she for, was. Like I just didn't care. You didn't care for me. Yeah. Okay. And when so, people say that, you don't like them. No, that's not true. You rather not. That's a lot of energy to not like somebody. And she didn't. I just didn't care. <laughs> anyway, so since we became really close friends, we do a lot of stuff together. And we hang out together. We, we laugh together. Definitely laugh a lot. We cry together. We cry. From laughing too hard. Yes, we laugh we at laugh each other at very each hard. Other. Very hard. Yes. <laughs> very hard. <laughs> and, you know, we try to give us each other sound advice that, you know, sometimes works. Right. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because our... My okay. friend and her husband... Always said to He's us. He's my friend too. Yes. Okay. Whatever. That's Our the point. friend. Our friend. Whatever. Always said like when I'm not around, what do you guys talk about? And we talk about everything. Yeah. And we get like she said, we give each other advice, and people ask us for our advice for whatever reason, and we just kind of give it. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes we give it when it's unwelcome, and that's the best advice. Yeah, it is the best advice. <laughs> people are hard headed on these streets. Yes. So, pretty much, now that people ask, he asks us what we talk about, and other people think that we're so opposite, because I'm very, I'm way more structured. I'm definitely a more structured person. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be spontaneous, but And I'm I can be more. structured if I felt like it, which but most often I don't. <laughs> way like, more spontaneous than me. So, it's like, kind of like opposites attract, and we became very close friends. We fill in the blanks. Yeah, she's... A sister to me. I could not imagine living my life without her. I could not imagine getting past these past ten years without her. Actually, mm, mm, it's it's mm. very like interesting. You know, I love her to death. So basically, I like her too. Like <laughs> I love she this she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we talked about this for a few years of getting this podcast together. And at first it was, we went through a lot of different drafts and then, you know, she had her first child and I had a lot of different things I was dealing with and we just kept hitting and missing on getting this together. But we were like, you know what? This is the year we're going to get this together. We had nothing better to do. Yes. We did it. Yes. We had nothing better to do as well because, you know, 2020 was a year. Daniel just likes to like, you know, paint these vivid pictures and I'm just like, get to the point, Daniel. That was the point. 2020 was a rough year and we decided that, you know, 
we're gonna bring something out of it so (laughs) now we're gonna be productive for once yep we're gonna i'm always productive i don't know what she means by for once i'm gonna be productive for once (laughs) i'm always productive and i was just like let's get this let's start working off ground and getting this together so now here we are and i'm her hype woman so oh yeah definitely here we go definitely here we go so now we're gonna give you a little bit of overview of what this series is about so we're gonna give you guys our thoughts and advice on different topics based on what we've learned through life this far Mm -hmm. some of it's like some things that I've learned just now, and I just feel like talking about it because it needs to be said. True. And some of this is just, you know... Take it or leave it! Yeah, <laughs> take it or leave it needs to be said. Or it's just stuff that, you know, random stuff that we just talk about on a regular basis. So these are for things. all the people that are wondering what we talk about when we're together. We have a microphone, and we have a recording device, so here you go. You're welcome. Exactly. Uh, exactly, exactly. So, one of the things that we're going to talk yeah, about during business. this series... my business. <laughs> one of the things that we're going to talk about during the series is just, like, health, beauty, all the basic stuff, but also relationship advice. You know, typical girl stuff, you typical know. Girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how not to kill your best friend advice. You know, you know. like, simple stuff like that. How to love from yourself. How, how, how to take care of kids. How to be a, the best auntie in the world. How to be the best person in the world for yourself and only. Yeah, yourself and only. Whole bunch of other stuff. How, how to be your best you. Yeah. How not to lose your keys every waking moment. Yep, that's me. Which I'm not trying better to put at, you on blast. But that's no, me. I'm just saying, I'm like, just saying that's the me. Stuff that we talk I own about. it. I own it. See? I see? believe in owning your stuff. That's growth right there. Yes. That would have been a whole fight. <laughs> That would have been a whole fight. Why you open my business? <laughs> All right. So today's topic, which we thought was fitting with the very first episode, is how to be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what does it mean to you when you say how being to be authentic? my authentic self? Well. Let's just say it took a lot of process of elimination because, you know, when you get out of, when you get out of high school, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm the bee's knees. I know what I am and I know what I want. You don't know not a darn thing. And you have to own that. That's part of being your authentic self, knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and knowing how to work with them because let's just say I'm weak at tying my shoes. I guess I'm going to be wearing Velcro sneakers until I figure that shit out. <laughs> that's that's how you be example. your authentic self. That's how you be, yes. Don't worry about so. my orthotic shoes. <laughs> my orthotic shoes? Oh, God. At least I got good arch support. There's oh, my, my strength. God. There's my strength. <laughs> yes, so definitely for me, it's... So definitely for me, it's about just learning who I am and accepting it and Mm -hmm. just finding ways. You can accept who you are, but also find ways to expand upon it and and build yourself upon it. Like Mel had said, learning from your strengths and weaknesses, but even with your strengths and weaknesses, it's just like, do you accept certain things as a weakness? How do you... Who can you bring into your circle to help build, build you up, up and mm-hmm. where you fall short, someone carrying you up or and just kind of just not changing yourself, not not apologizing for who you are. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, going to yeah. say. Not apologizing, not apologizing for who say, you are. Because you're right. It's nobody's, it's no, well, I say it's nobody's responsibility, which I have learned, it's nobody's responsibility to bring yourself up. It's the choices that you made to allow help to bring yourself up. Yes. Which is technically you helping yourself. Yes, helping yourself. Like, basically, it's up to you to build your circle. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. that's what I would say. It's up to you to build your circle. Um, so, and the grace of God. Yes. And the grace of the higher self. <laughs> so, 
in saying that, like, Mel, what do you consider yourself? Like, what makes you authentic? Like, what values do you have? What's important to you? Like, what mm. makes you unique? You know, I am still growing in these 30 years. I wouldn't say that I have set values um, that I call upon every day. I just know that I want to make sure that I'm happy, secure, and comfortable, and that my family is the same way. Family is a reflection of how I want myself to be, my environment to be. Okay. All right. I know for me personally, I strongly believe in honesty. I'm a complete honest person. Even if I wanted to lie, I can't. I always give it up. Like she's trash. She's I give it up. Trash. <laughs> I give myself up all the time. I can't even mm-hmm. manipulate people because after like I'm like, all right, I was trying, like, mm-hmm. but that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm gonna tell you my Sometimes whole plan. Sometimes when you try, it's not your best. Yeah, you know? I know that's my <laughs> weakness. I'm a I'm a very I'm not a weakness, but that's just not me. I, I'm a very honest person. So she I surrounded in. herself with people that could help her when she's at her weakest points, aka mellow supreme okay <laughs> we so, finesse yeah oh, she does shoot, finesse, Mel- but- <laughs> mellow know how to mel know how to finesse yeah <laughs> but i also feel like uh, number one thing is honesty I, mm-hmm. I believe in being honest with yourself being honest with others and just knowing what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and that's a very hard that that's a very honest thing yeah um, yeah also you know treating people how you want to be treated i strongly believe in that like I I hold myself to a high standard, so I try to hold everybody else to the same high standard I have um, to myself. Um, I'm not mean to anybody. Well, on I can purpose, be mean. I'm going to say on purpose because I can be mean, but usually it's like tough love and it's not something... I wouldn't dish out something that I can't take myself. It's more... It's the tough love and like the cold. Like, the sometimes cold? you just, like, give off a little bit of a chill, like, each, like, okay, no. dang, like. I don't know. hear that from most people. No, I'm just saying, like, sometimes you can come <laughs> off as, like, removed, like, hmm, okay, okay whatever. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I do get that from most, I, I do get that sometimes, but, um, also, just, I just try to be as firm with others as possible, like, mm-hmm. I try to. Let them know. Let them know. Yes, I try to create boundaries (laughs) and what I'm going to accept and what I'm not going to accept. Um, Also, I always try to... I always try to lift people up for the most part because I don't like the feeling of being dragged down. So if I don't like that feeling, I'm going to treat other people like trying to build them up, thinking positive. And I know I'm not always positive, Life is not always going to be rain pops. Did I rain say that? Pops? Rain pops? I what kind of candy is this? <laughs> shine, 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 shine. <laughs> what? It's not always going to be sunshine and lollipops. It's not always going to be shine, shine, and rain pops either, I guess. Whatever the hell that is. It's not always going to be sunshine and lollipops. But you just have to learn how to navigate um, and just... Find out what a rain pop is. Shut up! Yes, <laughs> 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 basically. <laughs> That's on. the whole point of life, actually. I can't even talk right now. All right, so that's what's important. Like, my family's important to me. Uh, my connection, my, my spirituality is important to me. Yep. Um, just being a hard worker having a great work ethic is important to me building something i love to create as i mentioned before i'm a singer i'm a writer i'm also an artist i i love to create so anytime i'm creating something i feel most alive um i had a lot of fun just working on building this podcast and coming up with ideas and coming up with a whole bunch of different things so that's when i really feel like myself um, I feel like I'm very unique in terms of how I think, mm-hmm. how I handle situations. There are a lot of people that are surprised when I, the way I handle things, they ask me like, are you for real? Like, yes, yes, this is how I handle like, it. This is me. Yeah. You know, sometimes I handle situations very nicely, you know, 
Um, probably too nice. Some people would say I'm too nice. I'm also a very forgiving person as well, so. Yeah, but you uh-huh. know, like, I wouldn't say that I'm forgiving, but I am very willing to give people a chance. I Maybe it has something to do with my background. I feel like when you give them a chance, when you give people a chance, it gives them a chance to show you who they are. And even if they might have did you wrong some way, shape, or form in the past, like, I'm not going to hold that against you completely. I mean, like, if you do me wrong, like, and it's, like, really messed up, I'd be like, all right, I know to keep you at a distance now. You showed me some spectrum of your true colors. That's about it. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I feel like definitely... That's a part of setting boundaries for yourself. I think that's keeping yourself authentic. You gotta you don't protect be, yourself. You don't want to be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a people pleaser. And I have felt, I have felt victim to, to that, multiple times. Um, trying to become a pe- people pleaser, and I think that's just because of my upbringing and just different things that I I've, I've had to do. And you know, being a straight A student and always good. And you know, you were always anytime good. you do. Yeah, I was. I, I, I heard. I heard your stories. Yeah, I you mean, weren't always good. I wasn't always good. Um, she in was general. a goody two shoes to the I wasn't public, always but good she wasn't at always home. good. But I was always. She wasn't no badass kid. That was the point, right? <laughs> I was always good at school and just in public eyesight. Yeah. I was always good. But uh, you know, that was like a lot with our upbringing. Oh, you're a reflection of the family. Yeah, you reflect your family and stuff like that, which I get. As I get older, I get it, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like I really don't care. I I'm gonna (laughs) I want to I'm myself too. I'm my own person. Exactly. That that is one. They're just a part of me. Yes, that's not me. Yes, that's not that's not me at all. So, being that, you know, are there times where you catch yourself not being who you say you are? Oh yes. Um. Well, actually, I. Okay, so I was going to make the point when you said that honesty was one of your go-to morals. I had to learn that honesty is a very big part in my self-worth journey. Because I guess with my sense of spontaneity, I'm, you know, quick to, like, do whatever the wind blows. And that's where a lot of my people-pleasing came with I didn't really have a solid ground to be like yeah I'm gonna do this and I'm definitely not gonna do that and when I became honest with myself I was just like I'm really not about this life y'all can go and do that I'm gonna be just fine over here watching y'all from afar so I think that it's very easy for me now to catch me but before I kind of relied on my friends and even not even my friends like I relied on other people to catch me like hey you know that's not what I thought I didn't know that you were like this or you sure you're about that right right Mm -hmm. right I get what you mean by that um like definitely for me one thing I know is everybody thinks I'm quiet everybody thinks I'm quiet and I know that is partially because... You were? I was, but... <laughs> I, how can I put it? I was, and I still am. Some people still think I'm quiet. I think it's just based on my comfortability with a person mm-hmm. and a comfortability of where the situation is. I still always kind of am in that mode. I grew up as a preacher's kid, and I'm always in that mode of, uh, as Mel had mentioned before, like, you reflect your family. So sometimes... I'm, if I don't feel comfortable in a certain place, I am not going to be as vocal about my views or <laughs> as willing to speak up during certain things. Because most people that are close to me, they know I speak my mind. Mm-hmm. They know I say usually what I mean. And if I do, and if any point <laughs> someone catches me like, didn't you say... This, that, and the other. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I just say that. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. Like, <laughs> you right. know, that kind of thing. Whereas I feel like if I'm in public or certain spaces, there are times where if somebody was like, I heard you doing da da da, I'm going to be like, me? Oh, no. You have it wrong. 
Well, that was back in the day. That yeah. was, like, more a few years ago when I was still, like, you know, not really figuring out who I was. Um, plus, she I was have... basically a shell of a person that she is Yeah, now. plus, you know, I have been lied on for a few things, too. So, <laughs> that's a that's a whole different story. But, um, you know, I definitely do act differently. Mm-hmm. I act differently around um, certain friends and family but that's not even that's not even like a thing of being you know fake i know that sometimes like i wouldn't necessarily say you gotta fake it till you make it but you can't be your full expression of yourself with everybody because sometimes sometimes you gotta keep some things private yeah private and sometimes people need to earn that glimpse of you you can't just give it away you're right actually i had a story when you were talking about when you were a preacher's kid and that whole like reflection still a preacher's kid but go ahead (laughs) you're not a kid you're a grown-ass woman okay you're right anyway so uh, i remember i was talking to uh, my sister-in-law yesterday i had went to church when i was younger and of course the the pastor going to call us up to the the top being like oh what's your favorite (laughs) what's your favorite class in school and you know i think i had been still in like single digits and they're going down all the kids are up there saying like oh yeah i like math i like reading and they go to me and said i hate school (laughs) 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 and i was being my true authentic self and you know my mom wore my ass out on the way home mind you the church was like 45 minutes away from the house so i had a whole car ride to get you know oh you're a reflection of the family you can't be representing us like that you didn't have to go and say this that and the third i was like but you can't lie in church mom (laughs) that would have that would have been me doing the devil's work mom i can't be a representative out here lying in these streets (laughs) But, you know, there's a time and place for everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. That's very true. But, you know, she whooped my ass after I said that. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. I think that there are some times where, you know, that was, if if it was me, I would have probably not said anything i would have you made wouldn't a, have said I anything just, i would just wouldn't have said anything i don't know i just probably just been like in a skip. corner yeah, skip me, skip me. <laughs> um but definitely now i feel like as an adult i'm way more vocal yeah than i than i was as a child and um you became more comfortable with yourself? i definitely became more comfortable when i first met mel i barely talked I barely said anything. Mm-hmm. I I think, like, for the most part, I just kind of, like, stayed to myself. And I actually was more uncomfortable not speaking than I am comfortable, like... You were more uncomfortable not speaking back then? Yeah, I would say I, I was more uncomfortable because... The reason why I say that is because I ended up bottling a lot of stuff inside. Oh, okay. And when you bottle a lot of stuff inside, it comes with a lot of anxiety. It comes yeah. with a lot of anger. It comes with a lot of frustration. And um, it causes a lot of stress on your body. So I feel like I was more uncomfortable in general, physically, mentally, and emotionally um, when I wasn't speaking and I was trying to put on some type of airs or facade about who I am versus now where I'm way more vocal about what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. You live more um, loud. Yeah, I'm not as shy to do things as I used to be and I feel more of a relief because it's just like, all right, cool, this is how I'm, I this is how I'm supposed to be. I am fun. I I like to do things. I like to explore. I remember one time <laughs> I was told I was the girl with no personality. Ooh, what? Yeah, I was told I was a girl with no personality. Wow. And I was just like, that's wow, okay. And it was an older lady. And I watched her what? grandkids. I watched her grandkids. Wow. And she told me I was the girl with no personality. She needs to kick rocks. <laughs> I mean, like, who is you? Like, I don't I, have to watch your grandson. But then that in, your all job? Fairness, in all fairness, um... I kind of didn't because I didn't say much. 
Mm. I mean, I, I have tons of personality, and definitely though, but at the same time, it's just like, I wasn't comfortable with who I was at the time, so because I wasn't comfortable with that, and it was just like, you're in this box of who you should be versus who you are, and, you know, um, so I think because of that, it upset me when she said that, because it's like, man, you don't know me at all. Exactly. But at the same time, it's not like I was showing anybody who I was. Yo, I can find this chick. <laughs> Girl, it was years ago. I can find her. Girl, it was years ago. I don't even remember the name. <laughs> I don't even remember the name. Grandma. <laughs> So, are there things that you claim you are, but you do the opposite? Things that I claim that I am, but I do the opposite, or vice versa. There are things you claim you aren't, but you, but you are, you do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give you an example. I kept, I, I kept telling people I wasn't sensitive. I'm not a sensitive person, but now, like, especially after this year, after 2020, I'm mad sensitive. I didn't realize I was so sensitive. I don't think I do. Like, I feel like I speak on what I know. And, I, I like, that's the thing. Like, I'm such a variety. I kind of cover all my bases when I go to describe or explain how I feel. I know for a fact, though, I'm not very emotional but, you know, like, when I do feel emotions, it's very much powerful, and then it goes away. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that's why I'm saying I think that, I think that, in a way, you are... Okay, I'm gonna I'm explain it I rely way. a lot on emotion. You rely a lot on emotion because you do a lot of stuff out of emotion. So, mm-hmm. like, for instance... I always didn't think I was an emotional person. Like, I felt like... A lot of people tell me I'm detached and just certain things. Mm-hmm. So I just automatically was just like, oh, okay. I I guess I'm not, I'm not sensitive. I'm not very emotional, you know, whatever. But then at the same time, I realized, A, I actually was more sensitive than I realized that I was because I just considered emotions to be weaknesses. So because I considered emotions to be weaknesses, yeah. I just bottled a lot of stuff down where I realized, like, no, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to accept your emotions. Like, I definitely used it as a defense mechanism. Yeah, like, you use it as a defense mechanism. And but it's just my like, defense mechanism was for me to shut it down. Right, but that's not necessarily who you are. That's because of something that, like, you've been taught to do. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I, I could say that because yeah. when, you know, when the shit is the fan, like, and I gotta, like, really get stuff done, not like, you know, oh, um, I'm late on a due date, no, but, like, if, let's just say there's, like, a funeral and I have to go and set things up, I will wait till after everything is taken care of for me to actually start feeling some type of way of what was just lost right right and that's kind of, i mean i don't know necessarily how i feel about that yet because yes i get very productive but i'm kind of not giving myself a chance like i shouldn't be closing off those receptors that are going off you know what i'm saying right right and i just feel like i i personally there are a lot of things that i i said i wasn't like oh one thing for sure. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never going to get married. I never want a relationship. I never want this. I don't want kids. I don't want that. I like being by myself. I like this. I like that. And then it turns out later when you actually get those things that you say you don't want, and then it's like, oh. Like everybody told you. It's like, oh, I actually kind of do like having a partner. Mm-hmm. Or I, I kind of do like um, having company, it's not that I don't mind being by myself, but mm. to be like, oh, I hate being around people, blah, blah, blah. I think that was more of a defense mechanism for myself, too, because I didn't know if people were going to, like, accept me. I didn't, you know, I didn't really want to be rejected because mm-hmm. rejection does hurt. And I that's think actually in- a good point. I used to, like, kind of 
cut myself short before anybody else could. Yeah, and I think because of that, it's just like you tell yourself, oh, I, you you tell yourself, oh, I'm comfortable without living with this because, you know, you're trying it's, to convince it's just a, it. You're just trying to convince it, and that's not truly who you are, and truly how you think. Yeah, it's probably because the society telling you oh, you're not supposed to have this or you're it's not supposed to It's all a part of the conditioning that, that you were the, developed That's the part in. where it's just like, oh, okay, well, I guess I shouldn't want that. So because of that, I'm not going to go this way. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I can go with the whole thing of like, oh, um, I don't want a relationship. I don't want this. I don't want that. Part of that was because of the fact that, you know, I, I, I was always bigger. I was always bigger growing up. And people always told me, oh, you're not going to be able to find a husband without losing weight. Mm-hmm. Or I was told, like, oh, I'm, I had a doctor tell me, um, your body doesn't match your beautiful face. Uh, excuse me? Yeah. I can yeah. find this doctor, too. <laughs> I had, um... I had, like, a few people basically tell me, like, oh, you're bigger, so you don't deserve... So in my head, I'm just like, well, instead of someone telling me I don't deserve this, I'm just going to say I don't want it. Right. And then as I'm sitting here reflecting on um, myself and reflecting on things that I actually want versus things I don't want, I realize that like, oh, wow, I actually really like a partner, you mm-hmm. know, and I actually do deserve one. It's not like I, I don't. Um It doesn't have to be the traditional sense of, you know, get married, have a whole bunch of kids, stuff like that. I can have a partner. We just, like, build stuff. Like, we can build businesses together. We can do a whole bunch of stuff. But Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like, oh, we go on these romantic cruises and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be any of that. But, you know, just I do like having somebody around or somebody in my corner that I feel like is meant for me and vice versa. I I like actually... I never was like, I always said, oh, I don't want to have a husband I got to take care of and consider their feelings and da-da-da-da-da-da. And I mean, that is, like, you know, the down part of having someone, especially, like, for people like us, not that we're selfish, but, you know, that's just not our go-to mindset to think about others. But not, I'm not saying it like that we're mean people, because obviously we're out here for the culture, but... (laughs) Like, it's just not who we kind of gravitate. You know, once upon a time, I wouldn't say that I was like that. But when I really think about it, I've always been the one to... I think the reason why I told myself that I wasn't, um, that I wasn't, I was selfish and I, I... And I think about myself first is just because I wanted to be able to do that. Because if you really go down your history and my path, I've always sacrificed for other people. Um, I've sacrificed for my family. And then even when I'm in relationships, the first thing I do is think about how can I help them? How can I make them feel good? How can I make them, you know, whatever I... Unless I really don't like you. If I don't like you, then it is about me. I'm not going to lie about that. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, okay, what can you do for me? But when it's somebody I like or, you know, family or something like that, I'm always, like, bending over backwards and kind of giving myself up for that person. So that's why in a way it's like I always thought I wanted to be – I think I I tell myself, oh, I'm a selfish person. That's why I can't be in a relationship because – I don't want to think about that other person's feelings, but I think it's actually the opposite. It's more of, I know I would think too much about this person's feelings and I don't want to give myself up to that person because of that. That's part of the reason why earlier on I didn't want to have kids because I had so much that I wanted to do, whether it was like traveling or just doing my, uh, my own projects that I felt children would just be a distraction of my creative, um, you know, path. But I guess everything's part of being your authentic self is acknowledging when there's going to be changes. And when I decided that I could consider 
you know, having some type of lineage. I mean, it took no time, but I do understand what you're talking about because even myself, when it's people that I care about, I kind of lose track of who I am because I'm more focused on what can I do for that person so that they can realize that I care for them. And I can be very giving, but not everybody responds or can understand that that's your love language or yeah, that's yeah. how you express Yeah, yourself. that's another thing because there's a whole bunch of different love languages. I'm mm-hmm. at, at, I know my top love language is acts of service. And I definitely, I like people doing things for me, like things that help me out. Like if I'm working on a project or I'm doing something, if you can help me out by like uh, showing me people who might be able to help me with the project or something like that. So when I show people love and appreciation, I do the same thing. I'm, I will go out and I'll like, hey, I found this information. I don't know if you can use it. Hey, do you need me to help you with this? Like one thing um, with a person I was seeing was he was developing um, an app and I definitely wanted to help him as much as I could with it. So any information I found that could help him with it, I did it. Any, um, you know, anything he asked me to do, I would have done it like no problem, not thinking about it. And I'm like that with anybody, like I'm an acts of service person and Mm -hmm. that's how I like to be loved as well. So I think that is, um, one thing that I know that just knowing more about yourself and understanding yourself, understanding why you do things, understanding, um, like when, I feel like when you understand why you do things and you understand how you like to be loved, when you realize how you like to be loved and you understand why you do things and certain things like that, I think that is where you start to really create yourself and really be able to be like, okay, and this is where the honesty comes in. It just is like, I say I don't want this, but do I really want, do I really not want it or do I not want it because people are telling me I can't have it? Mm -hmm. Or telling you that it's not a good idea. Or telling you it's not a good idea. So Mm -hmm. in that way, it's like, is it your, is it you that doesn't want it or is it other people who don't want it for you? Right. And And I I was also going to, oh, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say, and in that, like just realizing how, what you really want and just thinking about how you want to achieve it, then you have to start setting boundaries because that's where the, like I said, the honesty comes in. You have to really realize and sit down. What do you want? And from you figuring out what you want, that's where you can start creating boundaries and start dropping people who might not need to be, or you realize who you need to tell what to. Mm-hmm. Um, who you can trust with certain things. Right, because I was going to say, there's a lot of people out here that are really quick to take advantage of you because they either see your worth or they see what you're capable of doing for them or even for other people. And um, I understand that people can be opportunistic. I'm one of those people too. If I see someone that can fill... Um, not fill a void, but someone that actually fits the spot, I'm going to nine times out of ten call upon them to help me get me out of whatever jam. But some people like to just, they're like vampiric and they suck your energy. And you have to know yourself. This is all a part of being authentic. You have to know what you're capable of and what kind of people you want around you because they will suck you dry and just leave you drained, flapping in the wind. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's when you, that that is something where I said earlier, when you know who you are and you know what your strengths and your weaknesses are and you really figure out um, what your values are in life and where you're trying to go and where you see your yourself, that's when you can really start to build upon who you're trying to be. So that means entering more circles if you Mm -hmm. can or like i said before dropping some people who aren't do who don't mean well for you and 
um, just really finding people who are willing to build you up mm-hmm. and not bring you down. And that's not necessarily like how we were talking before, like we're able to do things for others. It's not about doing it so that you can go and receive it back in the same way that you gave it. Sometimes it's just a self-gratification. Like, this actually feels good to me, and I can keep doing this, knowing where your strength lies. And maybe it is um, a physical thing. Maybe it's like, okay, if I baked you a bread today, I expect when I need a ba- um, when I need some bread, you're going to break it for me. Or it could just be like, you know, the season of giving. I just feel great when I give to other people because that is your love language. Like, it doesn't matter how you get it back. Just make sure that you don't suck yourself too dry. Right. And I feel like I've done that in the past. I've definitely given way too much to other people. Mm -hmm. And then I also realized that sometimes I've given way too much to other people and I didn't even want to. It's something I didn't even really enjoy and I ended up really definitely getting the short end of the stick. So Mm -hmm. now I'm to the point in my life where if I want to do something, I'm going to do it because it's something I want to do and not because I was told I have to. Mm -hmm. Um, Not because uh, of love being, quote unquote, taken away from me. Um, if you're going to take your love away from me because it's something that it doesn't feel right for me to do, then you didn't really love me in the first place. Mm -hmm. That's just how I feel about it. Or because I'm not going down the path that you feel like I need to go down. It's like, you can be disappointed in, in, in a decision I'm making, but for, if you're going to tell me like, you're wrong or you're not doing this right or whatever I'm gonna sit down and ask you I'm gonna say well you lived your life right why can't I live mine mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna do is it what really I need. that detrimental for you to stop me exactly exactly do? and it's like if you can't support me in what I'm doing just stand back just mm-hmm. just get out my way that's it that's it that's it <laughs> that's it so next thing is what like what kind of obstacles do you face for yourself? Like what is something that you face for yourself like trying to stay authentic, trying to stay true to your word? Okay. To yourself. <laughs> My main <laughs> obstacle is remembering that I wanted to make the change. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. That is you. That is you. I was like, what was I trying to do again? Like yeah, if what it's was I saying? Not, like if it's not really like I would, okay, so there's so many times that I'm trying to, like, make myself in the best smell that I can be, but, like, you know, I get very distracted, and maybe, maybe I need more sleep, but then, okay, for example, if I say, Mel, I want to get more sleep, but, like, distractions coming, oh, you gotta go do this first, gotta do that first, blah, 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 and then I don't go to sleep till God knows when at whatever clock at night. I'll, if I do that too many times, because it's not in the forefront of my mind, I'd be like, yeah, I'm making changes. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're still going to bed God knows when in the morning. Like, you know? Yep, yep. I oh, have no. to, like, things have to really be in my face. Like, hey, Mel, you said you aren't going to go and, like, you're going to start learning how to tie your shoes again. You know, like, I don't know, some dumb stuff. <laughs> you said. Um, catching myself. I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like my biggest obstacle for myself is I feel the need to fix everything. Oh, yeah. I feel the need to fix everything. But it feels good. It's so satisfying. Yes and no, because sometimes it's just like, Okay, sometimes some things just can't be fixed. There's nothing that I can personally do. That's on the other person to fix themselves. And for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I automatically assume that I did something wrong. And there's yeah. a difference between That's mad reflecting on yourself and reflecting of certain things you can do differently mm-hmm. than automatically being like, 
oh, I was to blame for this yeah. happening, and then you go down this really negative, you start spiraling spiral down path, no and it's just like whatever because you you're spiraling too fast. Yeah, so it's just like you just gotta grab you and shake the shit out of you. Yeah, so you're just kind of <laughs> like, all right. I can't fix everything. I can't fix everybody's problems. I can't fix whatever. Not and every problem like, is your problem. Yeah, not everybody, not every problem is my problem. So I think that sometimes when I'm in this whole fix it mode, I tend to lose what's best for myself. Like I'll start taking less care of myself than I should be. I start becoming that people pleaser again of just like oh yeah like yeah let me do this for you let me do this for you Mm -hmm. or let me make you feel good let me make you feel good and it's just like not making it's not serving me any purpose you can definitely tell that we're clients of therapy (laughs) (laughs) black girl therapy we need some healing (laughs) (laughs) we go to therapy we both go to therapy (laughs) yes we do and uh we're going to talk about that on another day. Yes. <laughs> For real. We go to therapy and just definitely it's just. It's so good. Yeah. Keeping yourself accountable. Keep, yeah. So um, that that's the main obstacle I face is just trying to fix everything. And when I'm trying to fix everything, I tend to let go of my sights and let go of my dreams and throw it down. But I also feel like it's self-sabotaging too because you know, you have to work hard for anything that you want in life. Sex. And I think that sometimes we choose the distraction. Most times. Most mm-hmm. times, yeah. Most times we choose the distraction. Because it's, it's Because like, it's easier to be like, yeah. I didn't get this done because... It's that low-hanging fruit. Yes, because of X, Y, and Z. So because I didn't get... I didn't get done because of X, Y, and Z. This is why I'm still here. I'm stuck here mm-hmm. and not elevating here instead of taking the responsibility of I chose to try to fix this with so-and-so mm-hmm. instead of just letting it go, letting it kind of do its own thing and just deciding to work on myself. Right. So one that's one thing I am working on still is just constantly, constantly, constantly reminding I constantly, constantly have to refocus and bring myself back to the center of, I need to focus on myself. And that's where I'm going to go back to. I feel like having an authentic self means you build your circle with people who are going to support you and call you out. Exactly. And call you out on your shit. Because you don't want to have people around who are just going to be people pleasers. And then you just end up like Michael Jackson. Look where he got. And you know I love me so I swear to God, like if I was alive in the seventies, me and Mike would have been friends because I would have called him all the way out him on his stuff, I, and I would have tried to like you know try to make him into my boyfriend. Oh, he was cute back. He then. was too he cute. Was cute. He definitely wouldn't have did all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he would have still had that nose. Let's just say that. Shoot, man. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> you want to have people. Part of being true to yourself is being true to keeping finding people that are going to keep you accountable for things that you are willing to do, trying to do, whatever. So, in that being said, we're going to wrap this up. I'm just going to give you my top three things. One, being honest and true to yourself and the people around you. What are you looking for? What do you want? What are your goals? What makes you feel good? Um, second thing, like I said, like just keeping yourself accountable for your actions, reflecting on yourself, really thinking about why you do the things you do and just owning, owning it, owning your responsibility. Uh, and like I said, you don't have to let everybody know what you're doing because some people aren't going to be there for you, which is going to lead me to my last point of just building a community or building a circle with people who are going to uplift you, hold you accountable, keep you focused, and yeah, just make sure you're staying on a good path. I feel like you said that twice. But I, I probably did say it twice because it's, it's important. important. Hey! <laughs> I like that. Um, My points are... Make sure that you remember where you came from in order to know where you're going. Um, definitely going to 
emphasize make sure that you hold yourself accountable and if you're not there yet make yourself open and vulnerable to possibilities that you know you could be fucking up like <laughs> yes actually yeah yeah that's one thing you've got to be vulnerable you're enough. not always you right be vulnerable you're not always right you gotta it, it i'm just gonna say this the last thing i'm gonna say is this sometimes you need to tear yourself down mm, talk about in it. order to build yourself back okay, up okay pk all right all right all right <laughs> sometimes you i want to say it again all right all right, all right. sometimes <laughs> you need to tear I can't even. Sometimes you need to tear yourself down so you can build yourself back up again. Oh my god, I'm dying. Okay. Amen. Amen. Thank you again. Let the church topics that you would like us to talk about please feel free to message us you can message us on instagram or facebook mm-hmm. at allegedlycredible.com mm-hmm. i said that wrong you can message us on instagram or facebook and catch us at on allegedlycredible.com oh, yes. and you can no you did up- it wrong again damn it see i'm holding you accountable yes thank you you, you- can <laughs> message us what she meant to say as her accountability partner in this life of ours, you can message us on Facebook and inter- Instagram at Allegedly Credible, or you can catch us on our website, www.allegedlycredible.com. Why would Shit. we put... Why no, we, it's www. Like, sit down, sit down, <laughs> sit down. She needs to go and rewire whatever circuits are in her brain. You can go and catch us at www.allegedlycredible.com. Make sure your shoes are tied. Good night.